Welcome to Optimal Health Uncovered. We are a group of health and wellness professionals in the New York metropolitan area where our mission is to empower you to live better. From specific injuries to general fitness trends, diets to sleep habits, our group of specialists are dedicated to bringing you the latest evidence-based research on the topics that matter most. Welcome to this session of Optimal Health Uncovered. Welcome to Optimal Health Uncovered. I'm Todd. Uh, no mic today. I'm flying solo here. Uh, instead, I'm joined by a special guest. We have Lara Spencer with us. Hello, Wel everybody. Welcome, Lara. Most people know Lara as part of the ABC Good Morning America team or from her show Flea Market Flip, but I know Lara as a client and a friend for the past four years. Our goal when we launched uh, Optimal Health Uncovered in March uh, of this year was to share information on what we call the four pillars of optimal health, which are exercise, nutrition, recovery, and stress management. Our guests have included fellow health and fitness practitioners, uh, including physicians, acupuncturists, personal trainers, yoga instructors, and nutrition experts. We bring them on to talk about our platform and present the science and bring them on as experts to speak to the nature of, of the topic. We've covered a lot of those uh, great topics this year. We've talked about things like alcohol's effect on your body, optimizing uh -oh. training. Yeah, exactly. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Therapy, uh, cryotherapy, wearable technology, all this cool stuff. So check, 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 check. Yeah, I've tried it exactly. all. <laughs> and that's why you're here. As we transition into the new year, we're going to start to invite guests who actually embody optimal health and that lifestyle. And here we are, Larry, Yay. sitting here. You're I'm the guinea pig. You are the guinea pig. So. I will try everything once, mostly. <laughs> but most it's, of it's most of it's worked. I mean, if I stick um, with it, I've you everything you've suggested. I try. I have. I hate to admit it, but most of it has had great results. You are a good guinea pig, though, because if I suggested, you will at least try. Yeah. It. Sometimes I have to tell you a couple of times when it's something I think is really <laughs> important, but we we get to it. Yeah. No. It, it definitely. It's been great. It's been great, and I feel like my I'm 51 years old, so always thinking about. I don't really care about turning back the clock and looking like a 30 year old. I just want to feel like a really healthy 51 year old and, um, and just, and maintain the ability to stay active for as long as I can. And that's the goal. So that's what we're going to chat about today. So we are recording this, you know, uh -oh, this is being recorded December 16th in, uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. So we're about to get snow. So thanks for coming over. Uh, kids have a snow day. Did your kids get yep. announced for a snow yep, day? They're off tomorrow, but they're older. So, yeah, so good stuff. Everything else in place around the holidays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We're all set for Christmas. It's a very different year. Needless to say, yep. I'm hoping to spend as much time as I can with family and not get COVID and try to work out and stay healthy and enjoy some good food. Um, and I uh, even try to sneak in and work out today before the storm. We will get it in. <laughs> we will get it in. So this is interesting. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I'm on the other side. Of the, you're on the other side of the mic. I know. This is I, very I weird. Get to, I get to ask the question. Can I just tell uh, whomever is listening, all of you wonderful viewers or listeners, I have listeners. viewers, you have listeners. Um, this is my first podcast, by the way. Uh, it's fun. Um, but you've been on Good Morning America with me because I always ask you advice. And so it is very weird to be on to the other. around. Yes. We don't have the live studio audience like we did the nope. day you invited me on, but this this will work. We'll have Zach kind of give us rah-rah, mm -hmm. cheer us in the background. Wrap here. it up. Right. You're boring us. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, our story and how we met. You know, back in 2016, 
you came into performance. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, it was for an injury. Yep. Uh, and we've had a couple of injuries we've oh rehabbed goodness. through the years. So I'm sure there will be more, but going back to the beginning of our friendship and our partnership was 2016 and it was in probably April, I think. Um, I just, I kept thinking that I had a groin pull that just would not go away. And I actually went to HSS in the city for another injury because I'm an avid tennis player and my elbow was killing me. And I thought, well, let me get two for the price of one while I'm here. Can somebody, uh, talk to me about my hip and Dr. Peter Moley was kind enough to sneak me in. And, um, we thought, I thought, uh, it's a groin injury. Maybe I need a shot. And unfortunately I found out very quickly that my, my elbow was fine, but my hip would need to be replaced, which was shocking because I was 45 or 46 years old and had, didn't have that kind of pain, but it was very interesting because almost as soon as they told me that I needed a hip replacement, it was like, my body was like, okay, now we're really going to show you what's happening. And the pain got exponentially worse. And I immediately said, I, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to make it. They had said, try to hold on a year. So they said, they suggested performance. Um, Pete Moley and, uh, and Dr. Edwin Sue, uh, who would, eventually perform the surgery said, let's just try to put this off because you are a young woman and we don't want to have to do two hips, um, or a second hip replacement on your right side. So why don't you go to performance? And, and we did a good job. I met you and you were kind enough to take me on because you're the owner and don't really take on too many clients. And you knew that I was going to be a handful, um, two handfuls. Yes. No, but it was, uh, so we just try, the whole goal was to try to stave off the surgery. It was never like that it could be fixed. It was, can we strengthen the muscle? And this is what you taught me. I didn't know any of this when I came in, but you used to say, we've got to strengthen your glutes and strengthen your hip and strengthen everything around it, your core, <laughs> get, actually be able to do a sit-up. Um, and that will, that will enable you to, to survive. Um, and, and we made it till August, um, which, wasn't, which wasn't ideal. But what we later found out was when they went in uh, that my – I had no cartilage left and it was pretty shocking that I had been able to make it as long as I did. Yeah. So. You had something called congenital hip dysplasia, which just means it's a hips, a ball and socket joint and you didn't have appropriate coverage over that socket. Uh, and over time it tends to be a little bit unstable and wear away at the cartilage. And that's what happened. You ended up ending Oof. with this arthritic hip at a very young age. Uh, and that's you know, going on GMA, we talked about that it was unusual, but more common to see young peop, younger people having total joint replacements because we're a more active population. So that kind of leads into the next piece. You, you are very active, right? You play tennis, you work out, you play some golf here and there. Mm. Growing <laughs> up, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of laugh Ouch. at the golf piece. <laughs> Uh, but you're a very good tennis player and, and you work out when you work out, you put 110% into your workouts. And I remember dealing with that early on. You're like, I want to do more. I want to do more. And at the time your body was just saying, we need to balance things mm -hmm. out. Uh, growing up, you were a competitive diver you actually dove at a collegiate level at Penn state. Tell us about that experience through high school, through college. Did you have injuries that you were dealing with back then? Uh, was the hip or shoulder or elbow an issue back then? Because those no. are the three things. No, no, no. Yeah, that, yeah, you're giving the list. You're basically covering every joint now on my body. But um, as a student athlete uh, in high school and then at Penn State, um, I was 
forced, not forced, but I had to work out twice a day and then on weekends and we would forego school, um, breaks and continue training. And I never had an issue, never a glimpse of a hip problem. The only time I did have issues was when I would hit the board, um, which is not advised. Um, I smashed my hand, my left hand. Um, I smashed all of the, is it metacarpal or metatarsal, whatever the hand. Carpals. Yeah. And, uh, you can see, I don't, you can't see, but Todd can see that, uh, I have a very ugly, uh, big knuckle, um, and a lot of scars on my hands. So that's from smashing the board on a reverse two and a half, three meter. I got too close to the board and, um, came back around and hit it. I also uh, broke my toe, which is something that you have had the pleasure of having to deal with now. Every once in a while, I, um, beg Todd to, uh, help me because I have very bad arthritis in my left foot now because I hit the board. So, so any injuries that I had from diving, which is the weirdest sport in the world. And I just adore it, but it's like, it's, I don't, it's just a strange sport that you want to get up and fling yourself, uh, from a platform or a springboard. Um, but they were all caused by my, by uh, user error. (laughs) I made a list of everything and I forgot the toe. I forgot to put the toe on the list. The toe is actually really bad. Like I, it's killing my, my shoe game. I can no longer at 51 (laughs) wear a lot of my high heels and I have, and I would like to talk to performance uh, about uh, (laughs) a shoe line. We're starting. (laughs) No, but I feel, I feel like women and feet as we get older, I really want to talk to you guys about that. And you need to think about that because it's to the point now where a heel that, that doesn't have a wedge in the front of it is like not an option. And I, I know that guys don't think about that, but I want you to, Think about any woman who's, I guarantee you there's nodding heads out there um, from women because uh, as we age and we get arthritic, the, the feet take a beating from high heels. And, um, and, and so, you know, just a note to you guys in, in, in your, note, note in us. your We're longevity. I will program. put that on the list. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that transition. A lot of us make this transition from college athlete to professional. No, not professional athlete, professional in life. Right? Yes. We, we change, put our gear away, share with us a little bit about the training routine post-college through your twenties, thirties, and forties. Did you keep up with that intensity after college or did life just get in the way, which happens a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, and then when we get into our forties and things start to break down, we realize we need to get back into it. What, what was your path like? What you just said, exactly. um, looking back, I wish that I had, uh, stayed more consistent. I think because I was a scholarship athlete and made to train so much, um, I put all of that uh, that concentration and effort into my desire to succeed in a career in broadcasting. And, um, I would work out when I could, I would run, I would do what I could to like shake the weight, but never consistently to take care of my body. And then suddenly, and it was just, I was, I'm five, nine and a half. I'm lean. I had, you know, back in the day, I, I have like, I think like one, um, six pack. It's like a single pack now, but I had like a six pack. We've added up to a 10 pack. It was, it was easy. It was not, it was, I mean, and through, I would say through my late thirties, never an issue. And then, um, and so I just didn't have to worry about it. And I took up tennis and that burned a lot, but in terms of consistent, uh, workouts and taking care of my body and and yoga and stretching and all the things that I now realize are so important that did not come into play until, my body changed. Um, I saw that I couldn't eat whatever I wanted and things started to hurt. When did the dial move on the eating for you? Was it in, when you, 
when you hit 40 or even later for the, for food, like even now I have a remarkable metabolism. Um, but I do work out. So I don't know what came first there, chicken or the egg. I mean, I will say you work out a lot though. So I don't work out a lot. I think I work out when I work out, I work out meaningfully hard. Yeah. Yeah. Really hard. I work out twice a week hard with you. Um, I performance and you guys have everything I need here, which is really nice. And in a space that uh, just feels like small and safe and, it makes me very happy to come here. Um, and then on my own, I I do little things, but you know, you never work out as hard when you're alone. I'm, I definitely am like a performer. I'm on TV. I used to be a diver. I like to show off. So like when I'm in here, if I know someone's watching or Todd's watching, I'm definitely going to work harder. Or she sees someone else doing an exercise three levels above. She's like, I want to do that. I'm yeah. like, we're not ready for that today. No, but it's fine. Yeah. It's, but it's, that's an, it's very inspiring being here. And it's interesting because the thing that I love about performance is that you guys are training me as a 51 year old woman who has an injury that is totally recovered now, but always with that in mind that I have to be very careful of my core and that I have to strengthen always my core and my glutes that just do not seem to want to respond. Um, but that's the difference between going, a lot of my friends go to these hit workouts where they're burning, burning, burning. And, um, and, and then something happens and I'm not necessarily burning a quarter of their calories or, but I, but I'm, I'm do I'm on like four years now where I don't miss a week mm-hmm. and, and I'm strong and I'm, I feel like it's with purpose. That's about the balance, you know, and we've talked about, we transitioned in 2016, it was all about the therapy. And, and then we've transitioned to more of a, a training program with you. And it's been strength training. It's been Pilates based work. It's been agility if it's sports specific, depending on where you are in your tennis season. So we've adjusted, but along the way, we're building in recovery. We're building in things that are important to allow the body time to strengthen and then a a time to recover. So I think that's the key in overall optimizing, you know, one's performance. And, you know, we always talk about keeping someone on the field or competitive. And when we have discussions in the clinic uh, about sports teams and everyone's like, oh, that team looks great. I'm like, as long as they don't get injuries as the season goes on. And I look at that in the game of life. Now, when you get to 40, 50, 60, how active do you keep yourself? How well do your joints move? How, how much are you eating or drinking? And it's, it's all a balancing game. It's, it's, it's no longer about, I'm going to push to the extreme because mm-hmm. my body will recover quickly because I'm 18 to 25. Mm-hmm. It's more along the lines of knowing how long it's going to take to recover, knowing that you can't push yourself super hard and cooperating with your body instead of challenging your body. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a little bit, a lot about, you know, that balance between exercise and recovery. What have you done over the last several years, uh, I guess, since coming here and here uh, to balance those things out? Because you say, I don't exercise a lot. I, I exercise twice a week and I do some stuff on my own, but you forgot all tennis you play. Right. How many days a week are you playing tennis? No, I definitely play. So you're exercising I'm playing five a lot. Yeah. days a week. Uh, yes, I do something every day. Yeah, so, yeah. so I would like to take back that statement. Zach. <laughs> I do work out a lot, but I do these workouts that, that I'm, I'm thinking about where they're very meaningful with Todd, with my injuries, um, and my body and mind. That is my goal is two a week. doesn't always happen yeah, yeah. because of our schedules, but, um, the other thing that I, you just touched on that I'm trying to get better about is the recovery. And I do find that it is incredibly helpful. You, I used to think 
massage was an indulgence. And now I actually make it part of my routine because it's really helpful for me to then get an even better workout next time and, or to, to help me stretch. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of putting, I'm create, I'm trying to create a schedule at your behest, um, that, that shows me my seven day schedule and working in cryo, working in a massage. Um, I, you and I have been talking a lot about, um, the, why am I spacing on the word? The warm word, sauna. sauna. Yes. Yes. The S Cardiovascular words. health. Yes. Long, yes. Yeah. Long, Cause I longevity play here. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody. I was telling somebody that I want to get a sauna in my house yesterday and they were like making fun of me. And I, I, I went online and everything you've said is, is correct. Like the mixing in with your workouts, a little cryo and a little sauna. I mean, they're, they're, first of all, they're delightful. Mm -hmm. They make you feel good and they're very good for our aging bodies. Like, and by the way, like, I I don't want anybody to think I'm saying like I'm aging. I feel like I'm 25, but, and I, I really do. Um, but I, I'm very aware of like that, that everything has to keep moving and flowing and, um, and, and so if you can go to a place that has a sauna, or if you, if you're lucky enough to be able to put one in your house and add that to your routine, just like go online or ask the guys at performance. It really like, it's just a no brainer. Yeah. I think for our listening audience, the unfortunate thing of being in this COVID environment, like a lot of the gyms had steam rooms or, or saunas that you could take advantage of that, you know, that's kind of dried up, unfortunately. No pun intended. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. So that's a little performance. Hopefully, humor. we will, we will uh, see these gyms reopen yeah. come the springtime Absolutely. and have people have better access to the to the sauna because I think it's definitely a home run. I, I did sauna this earlier today. It was very relaxing, and I I feel really good doing it. Um, we've had a lot of discussions around nutrition. Talk to us about how you're eating and drinking and, you know, water intake and overall nutrition has maybe changed in the last five to 10 years? You know, I mean, we touched on it earlier. You definitely have to, I have to, I think more about the food I eat. I'm way more uh, interested in plant-based diet. I feel much better when that's the majority of what I eat is plant-based. Um, that's just been a cool discovery. And I think it's totally individual and I have to be careful because I'm a woman iron intake is important. So I take a supplement. Um, I just feel better. I just feel like my body works better. So that's been a huge change. Alcohol intake is definitely decreased. Um, I love wine. I just adore wine. It's just, as I'm finding that wine doesn't love me as much as it used to, um, the recovery, the recovery is the killer. The recovery is worse. And I would love to actually ask you, maybe, I don't know if you've done a whole show on it or if you've time to share. I just don't understand. Like, first of all, why I weigh the same, but I, I definitely can't drink as much. Um, I think I get buzzed quicker and the hangover is worse, which is like a bad one, two punch. Yeah. yeah. We, we did a whole podcast on it probably a month ago is probably one of our best received podcasts. And I, need I to think listen people, to that. people shared it and just, it, it really dug deep on all the reasons why, you know, alcohol can be good from a social, uh, type of situation, but you know, one a day is kind of the limit for women two a day for men. Mm -hmm. And, after that, it's it's toxic, right? Yeah. So your body can metabolize some of that in your liver to a certain extent, but then when you start to take in too much, your your body can't keep up, and then it chooses how it's going to prioritize, 
you know, whether it's food, whether it's the alcohol, and then just the overall toxic effect on effect on your cells, which is where the hangover comes in and the dehydration and those things. So yeah, we'll dig into that a little bit more. And through the years, you and I have talked about that. And I've noticed over the the last four years, you definitely reduced that. The diet was been a, a huge, big, huge yeah, help, help. The diet was a big change too. getting to that plant-based diet. And I don't know if I push that on you because I was kind of in that same phase and I had come to the same reality that the, the, the red meats, you know, four or five times a day was very inflammatory mm-hmm. and for my joints. And the more I think about it over the last four years, my joints as degenerative as a lot of them are, they feel better than they did when I was 32 yep. and I could never kind of connect the dots. And, you know, we watch a lot of, I read a lot and listen to a lot of podcasts and documentaries on the meat industry and the, the effects of red meat. And there's so much research out there to support just living a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And even if you're, or restricting the amount of red meat you're eating maybe once a week because of the iron, like I I've had to, my iron levels have been low since I went plant-based. So every now and then I'll throw in a nice, you know, grass fed, you know, steak mm-hmm. and just to balance it out. So. I love a meatball every once in a while, yeah, you, you know, it. just, I don't, I do love a meatball, but, um, but I, de- I, I think that I have better staying power working out. You know, it's really interesting. It's been so, you always ask me what I ate before a workout and cause you can completely tell I sometimes just am lagging, you know, and, yeah. and it's just, it's been very interesting to play with that and to see, I, I think once you're working out more and you're, you know, I'm reading more about, about longevity and, uh, and just about taking care of my body. And, uh, so you become more aware, you know, it's same thing with, you made, I was, did you, uh, you're hearing me, uh, he made me get that aura ring, which is like my nightmare. Um, she hates it. I hate it. I hate wearing the aura ring. Um, I think it's a brilliant piece of tech technology. I just, it's so depressing seeing my sleep cycle um, my wife has the same problem. We've talked about this and she refuses to wear the, the thing. I don't want to know she how stresses out. She doesn't sleep because she's wearing it and she's afraid that when she wakes up, it's going to, the data is going to be bad and right. know, we're going to see how bad I'm like, that's just forget it's there. It's like a know? video game that I, that stars me and, and I'm losing badly. Um, but I, I know that it's important information and it's very cool. I don't know if your listeners know about this aura ring, but it's, I, there's lots of things like it where it tracks your actual deep sleep and uh, all that stuff. And, um, you know, I just don't, I, I, it's not good. It's not good. The data that I have discovered. And there, I, there are people who like it and there are people who love it. I you just know, want, I just want to see if you're a data results. person and you love to see the data and then you make change based on the data, you love it. But I just feel like I'm doing all the right things. And the one area that I'm really struggling with, and it's very frustrating is sleep. I feel like I'm drinking less. I'm eating better. I'm working out. I'm doing recovery. I, I really check a lot of boxes and I don't know if it's it's, uh, you know, age, uh, you know, being a woman at this age, whatever it is, but I know I'm not alone. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> and I, with that said, you are sleeping a little better than you used to probably based on our discussions, but without the ring, you're just kind of more aware of what you need to do. And I think by drinking less or not eating before you go to bed or just simple sleep hygiene, mm-hmm. you've had improvement in some What do you mean by sleep hygiene? Just not, you know, one thing you probably do, and I will bet a hundred and this is her phone is probably on till your <laughs> eyes true. are shut. That's not you true. You put it away? 
I, my phone is, is not where I can touch it, but I do keep the TV on. I was, I was going there next yeah. iPad TV, unless you got your blue blocker glasses on putting that away a couple hours before you go to bed and just, you know, sleeping when you're in bed, just relaxing and letting the body calm down, not eating three hours before you go to bed. Uh, which All of these things sound really, really great yeah, and yeah. really easy. It's just hard um, to do. Yeah. It's hard to do. You, it's like anything though. You can do it. You just take a little bit away at a time or you substitute something that's a little bit better. Yeah. We'll get to that. That's my goal. That's the next goal. I have many, many goals. Um, and that this, the sleep would be great. I, I dream of a, a, a life where so I get you must a be solid. sleeping if you're dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish. So Adrian. one, one topic I know four years working together, but we, we touch on things every now and then about stress reduction. How do you deal with stress on a daily basis? What kind of coping strategies do you use? Um, I don't, I just think I, I'm like a doer. I just get through it. Um, and I, I probably add a lot of stress to my own life by trying to do too much. I'm classic woman, like, Oh, I have 10 minutes. I'll do four things. Um, so, which isn't great. Um, but I'm aware of it. So that's, that's a good, again, it's a goal in my 2021. I have certain goals. I would like to sleep more. I would like to not put myself in those stressful situations because I don't know about you, Todd, or you, Zach, but I definitely can feel my blood pressure. I can feel my heart rate. Um, it's got, there have been times in my career when I was starting out in news and deadline pressure and not being as, you know, I don't know, experienced as I am now, um, I could get to a place where I was having shortness of breath, um, which is just, it's a horrible feeling that hasn't happened in a long time, but I, I do, um, I don't, I, I don't, I don't do enough about that. Like I think meditation would be great. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I was talking to someone earlier, I've been meditating for the past year. If you had asked me when I was 20, 30, 40, if I'd ever meditate, I would say no. Way. But in the last five years, is three to five years, as I've read more, it's become a regular routine to where I used to be the same way as you. I used to feel my pulse in my fingers right. and my my body. I would just be laying and pulsing. And part of that, you know, could be adrenaline just, you know, pumping through me because I'm kind of like you, kind of thinking of a lot of things and trying to do a lot of things. But then I've realized that I can really calm that nervous system down or that, you know, sympathetic response of that nervous system down by meditating or breath work or just breathing, you know, I, I the breath work breathing. I find like, it's not happening fast enough. I, <laughs> it's like meditation. Though. You got to keep practicing. Well, right? I think that another thing, another request I have for you fellows at performance is, um, in addition to a foot clinic, foot clinic. um, no, but I, I, you know, you say meditation, but it's like this word that's sort of, a, it, it's like this meta word and it's, it's very daunting and there's a million apps and there's a million styles so, and I don't know where to start. So one of your colleagues at ABC, Dan Harris is promoting this 10%, yep. you know, meditation. I read that thing. book and it's excellent. Yeah. So I've been, you know, just logged on to his app in the last couple of weeks here and he, he does a good job explaining it on a basic level. And I love the way he's developed the app to where he's like, do you learn by video or do you learn by reading? And he applies. So I like video. So he's, got the video going of people he's interviewing and the doctors he has walking you through the meditation. So all these apps, Headspace, Muse, Calm app, I think there are a lot of great apps. I think apps. I you have all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to figure out what works for you. And I, I go back and forth between a couple and it's about finding that state 
for where you're at that day or, you know, anytime you have time to come down, there's been times when I'll drive home after a hectic day and I'll sit in the garage in my car for 10 minutes and wow. just put a meditation. So I'm not taking all that excitement into the house. Mm-hmm. I'm just calming it down and bringing it to a level. My wife and kids are grateful for that, but just goes to show you can meditate anywhere before meetings. If I'm really jacked up and excited for a meeting and that heart rate you were talking about, I'll go in another room and just do some breath work to calm it down. And I think part of that is just understanding how the body responds, you know, how jacked up you get with exercise or stressor in life, and then using those little breath uh, breathing techniques or meditation. So that's definitely something we'll tackle a bit, but I was interested in where you're at now with that. So, I mean, I, I, I'm, I feel I'm in a good spot just overall in terms of health, but I, you touch on that and it, it is inspiring Um, and it doesn't sound like it's a huge time commitment. So it's just a matter of, I am a schedule person. So if I can find a 15 minute hole in the day, or maybe it is at night instead of the TV, maybe it's trying to do it before bed, but it's, it's definitely worth exploring and something that I feel like it's, it's a, it's not a lot of, it's not a big ask and it could have a big reward. Yeah. You don't need five, 10 minutes just to get it started. You know, we've had multiple uh, discussions on issues uh, related to health and fitness through the years, and you guys report a ton of health and wellness issues on GMA. What things have caught your attention that maybe you guys have covered on GMA over the years where you're just like, that's interesting? Anything stick out? I mean, I'm I'm rabid about COVID coverage and what we can do. Um, and obviously the vaccine, I, I just, every single day, and I feel like there's so much, I feel, I feel for everybody watching the news because I feel like there's a lot of different information out there. Um, so, so that interests me greatly and, and everything we've just talked about, I feel like these are all ways that we can protect ourselves, better sleep, working out, eating healthy, um, not only hygiene, not only washing our hands, but all of these to keep our immune systems up. So that's been huge. Dr. Jen Ashton is not only a dear friend, but she's brilliant and a terrific reporter. Um, we touched on the alcohol, but her reporting on, on what a huge impact, uh, too many drinks can have on a woman and your heart and your cardiovascular, uh, that, that was a huge wake up call for in relation me. to COVID or just no in, that you just, if you're wondering about things, the, the, the stories on GMA that yeah. I, you know, I love the show. I love that, you know, we start the day with the news of the day and, and the politics and we do, we do a lot on women's health and, and health in general. And, um, and so, you know, I mean, I could go all, all over the map, but I'm just interested. I, I'm lucky enough to work in a field where I feel like I learn something new every day and I'm curious and I like to try things. And, um, you know, if we can feel better by doing things that make you healthier and, and feel good, then why wouldn't you try it? Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And you, you're exposed to these things. I'm constantly curious and reading and digging into the next new thing that's not quite there yet, but mm-hmm. it has so much potential out there. Uh, to your point on the COVID and where we're at right now, when we think of just how strong your immune system could be, it, it does just wrap up into what you eat, exercise, and how you control stress in your life. Uh, because an imbalance in those things leads to chronic disease. And we know that that, you know, increase your risk of not just this virus, but other viruses uh, affecting your body a certain way. So, you know, that's our hope as we 
do these broadcasts and talk to individuals, whether they're experts or, you know, people who live this optimal health lifestyle that, you know, we're able to share some information that, you know, will help people, you know, just optimize and create, you know, better immune systems. So this has been great. Lara, thanks for taking the time to chat with us today about your experience here and just your optimal health lifestyle. It's been, it's been fun. I mean, I, I just, uh, I'm looking forward to you guys, um, helping me craft a program, uh, for me. And, uh, I, I, I love, I love your take on your, your physical therapy, but you're also all about, um, about good health and working out and, and the, the L word longevity. I'm just, I'm so into it. And I, I just think that's the way of the future. I I'm like your preacher. I I'm out telling all my friends, like, you know, it's, it's what we eat. It's how we sleep. It's the workout. And I love that you guys are doing that. And it, you've really made me very aware of it and it's, it's fun and it's easy. And, uh, I'm just, I'm looking forward to sort of the next chapter of it. Well, thanks for being a brand ambassador. Um, <laughs> and, uh, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. This is Optimal Health Uncovered. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Optimal Health Uncovered. If you have questions for us or want to hear about something specific in an upcoming episode, send an email to podcast at performance-pt.com and be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for more tips on optimal health. Until next time, be well.